Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get a bonus podcast over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 258 of Nintendo Switchcraft is brought to you by OPC. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OPC. Directly support the show and pick up a gaming chair that can support you. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting in one right now. It's fantastic. For $10 off your order of an OPC. Again, that URL is runjumpstomp.com slash OPC. We're almost there. I mean, we've been waiting a long time for uh, for this moment. It's the final Nintendo Direct all about Smash Brothers Ultimate. Although that's not really true, and we'll get to why that is in a second. But the game comes out on December 7th, and in a little more than a month, we will actually be playing that game. And I, I'm, for one, pretty excited about it. Uh, I have been a fan of Smash. I can't say since the first one, because I... I didn't really get, I, I, I think I probably played the first one like once or twice, and it wasn't until the GameCube version that I started playing Smash, and I've played every single one ever since and really, really enjoyed them. I've gone back and played the original a, a little bit. Uh, I focused more, when in the days of the N64, I focused more on Mario Kart 64 than uh, than Smash Brothers. So I'm not an OG Smash guy, but that's okay. You don't have to be, because my God, there is so much to do in this game. We finally have all of the information. Uh, Mr. Sakurai sat down for 40 minutes, and I'm going to try not to match his time. I'm going to try and make it a little more concise. We'll see what I do. Um, But up until today, we knew that there were going to be 72 fighters in the game. And they unveiled some new fighters as we expected them to. Now, if you go back an episode, you'll probably find where I talked about uh, the the leak that had come out, come out uh, featuring Ken and Shadow the Hedgehog and Gino and the Chorus Kids and Isaac and a bunch of other characters that people have been asking for for a really long time. And it looks like that leak was fake. And, you know, I'm not going to say I told you so because that's lame, but I told you so, so I guess I'm lame. Um, I didn't, I didn't believe that just because of the, just the blurry picture. And I'm, I, if you want to know why I didn't buy it, uh, last time you can go back and listen to that episode or, or watch it on YouTube if you want. Um, it was, it was correct about one thing. And that was the most predictable aspect of the entire leak was the first character that they unveiled 
And that was Ken. Ken from from Super Street Fighter 2. I think that they said it was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo is the what is the Ken that they based him off of. Uh, and he is an Echo character of Ryu. Uh, his ultimate looks really, really cool. It, the way that they differentiate uh, between Ken and Ryu is he basically looks... Uh, like his move set looks a little different and he moves a little faster than Ryu. And I don't know how I feel about that. Like, does that mean that he is inherently better than Ryu? I'm not sure because maybe Ryu packs a little bit more punch. They didn't really uh, explain how they balance those two things. I, I suppose they're going to leave it up to the community to figure those things out. And, uh, as a bunch of a bunch of nerds that we are, I'm sure that people will figure that out. So um, right now, I'm not sure what the difference is between Ken and Ryu. Other than Ken is a little bit faster, that makes me think Ken is just better. But I could be wrong about that. We'll see. Uh, one thing that made me kind of laugh is they were talking about uh, what Echo characters are a little bit. And they completely disrespected Luigi by calling him a Mario Echo. And yes, I, I suppose you're right. If you go back to the original unveiling of Luigi in Mario Brothers, uh, when when they had uh, Mario and Luigi running around the sewers, uh, knocking turtles on their backs and crabs and wasps and collecting coins down there in the sewers. You know, Mario had given up his his work in carpentry and had started his plumbing business uh, with his brother, Luigi. And I guess he is kind of just an, an echo character of Mario, but I feel like that's disrespecting Luigi. Uh, or as I know a lot of people like to call him, Green Mario. Um, but I, I like that Nintendo was a little uh, tongue-in-cheek about that. It made It, 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 it was kind of funny. Uh, the other character that they announced is a Pokemon. Uh, it is Incineroar. I think that this is from Pokemon Sun and Moon. I'm not positive because I didn't finish that game. I, I started Pokemon Moon or Sun. I can't remember which one it was. And I played it for a little bit, but it didn't really keep my attention. So I don't know much about it. I'm pretty sure that he is the character from Pokemon Sun. Uh, now that I think about it, because he's fire based and he's probably the character on the front of the on the front cover of the box that eventually evolves into this character Incineroar, which looked really cool. He's kind of based on wrestling moves, which I thought was very interesting. Um, he he can he can fling a character and they'll they'll go a certain distance away from him, and he'll you'll they'll bounce off the ropes of the wrestling. Um, the circle square, I guess, uh, they'll bounce off that and then come back so he can hit them. And, you know, it, it adds a, a little bit of extra timing and it makes for another unique character. It's, it's so weird how they have, and now I can say it 74 unique characters because that was, that was well, 75. And we'll get to that in a second. They started off saying that, okay, we we've talked about Ken and we've talked about Incineroar and that's our last character unveil. And you know I fell for it. Did you fall for it? Because I fell for it. I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. I was like, wow, they're only going to do two more. All right. 
it, I guess that when uh, Mr. Sakurai said, don't expect us to keep going at the same pace that we went at before, I guess he wasn't lying. And honestly, I didn't really think he was lying. I just, I don't know, part of me expected more. But I'm I'm totally fine with them only unveiling two characters and then one more. Uh, because they, they did fool us. They did fool, well, they fooled me anyway. Uh, that it was just going to be Ken and Incineroar. So then, you know, they said, look, we've got 74 fighters. And when you first start up the game, it's going to be Mario, Donkey Kong, uh, Link, Samus, Yoshi, Kirby, Fox, and Pikachu. And those um, eight characters, those are the original eight from the original Smash, they said. I, I don't know because I didn't play the original Smash very much, so I can't remember off the top of my head. But 74 characters, you'll eventually earn the rest of those characters by playing the game, and you'll slowly build up your roster, which is cool. That's a fun thing to do. I'm sure that there are going to be people out there who are going to say, I don't want to build my roster. I just want to have my roster from the start. And I understand that. I do understand that. But at the same time, I I bet you it's going to be pretty easy to build up your roster. And I think that those people who want to have the full roster from the start, I think their reasoning is because they played Smash so much that all that they want to do is get in to the online matches and just start playing. And they didn't explain how you're going to unlock those um, those 74 characters. Can you unlock them by playing online against other people? Can you unlock them or can you only unlock them by playing the adventure mode, which we're going to get to in a little bit? And that's something that they didn't tell us and we'll find out in a little more than a month. And that's okay. It's okay that they didn't tell us. Um, before I get to the stuff that I've kind of mentioned off to the side yet, I want to talk about the fact that they talked about paid DLC is coming. This was kind of a telegraphed move. We 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 kind of expected there to be paid DLC. If you look at how uh, Smash 4 operated, that would be Smash for the 3DS and Smash for the Wii U. Uh, that had paid DLC. Um, there was Ryu, there was um, Cloud... Um, What's her name? The, the the crazy lady with the gun shoes. Bayonetta. There was Bayonetta. I know there's people yelling in their cars right now. It's Bayonetta Bill. How come you don't know that? Bayonetta Bill. That's a cool name. Um, who else was there? Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. They 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 had some DLC characters that, that we ended up paying money for. And I always felt like it was a pretty good deal. It wasn't a great deal. There was some stuff that I ended up not getting, like... Amiibo costumes, which they are back. And I, I'm not going to focus too much on the Amiibo costumes um, outside of a couple. But they're bringing back DLC. And I really like what they decided to do here is they explained right up front, what are you going to get with your DLC? What are you going to get with this? Well, you've got two options. You can either buy the all of the DLC outright up front. They call it the Fighter's Pass. And this is just like pretty much every other game that has DLC. Uh, they have like uh, a deal where you you bundle everything together and you get a deal. And um, 
you know, you save money that way, but you may end up, you're giving them money ahead of time for something that you're not going to get for a very long time, probably. Uh, Mr. Sakurai even said that it could be more than a year or it could be up to a year. I can't remember his exact phrasing off the top of my head now, but I think it, you know, it could be a year or more before we have all of the updates that are coming for Smash uh, Ultimate. And and that's fine. I'm in no rush. I like the way that you, you can slowly move the meta by introducing new characters and stuff like that. I, I like that they also said that none of the DLC is finished yet. Like, it's not like it's done and they were just holding back. They need to start working on it, and they're going to start working on it as soon as they ship the game. So right now... They have not started working on it, and they haven't even identified what characters they're going to be. Now, I don't know if I believe that. I'm sure that there's somebody in a room someplace, and there's a there's a whiteboard up on the wall that has a list of uh, characters that we're going to be seeing and a list of stages and music that we're going to be seeing. But I believe them when they say that it's going to be a while because it's not done yet. And that's really the way that I like DLC to work. I, I mean, recently Spider-Man for the PS4 came out and um, there was basically DLC that came out like a couple of weeks after the game came out. And when they do things like that, that is not DLC. That is they took something out of the main game to sell to you later. And that ticks me off. I don't like that at all. This feels more like Nintendo's always been pretty good about DLC. You look at what they did with Mario Kart on the Wii U. They they did a good job with that. You look at how they've been handling DLC for what is the word? Uh Pokemon Pokemon Tournament. That's the name of, of the game that I was trying to think of. You look at how they handled that stuff, and it, it, it none of it feels like this is something that was in the game already and they took out only to sell to you later. It really feels like something that they were done with development, they shipped the game, and then they started work so that they could sell you more and basically give you more value later on. And I like that. But we've gone down a rabbit hole. We've got distracted. I saw a shiny thing, and I wasn't sure what to do. So I've got my focus back, and let's talk about this DLC. Every DLC is going to come with one fighter, one stage, and an indeterminate number of music tracks. They didn't say exactly how many. And how much is it going to cost for that? Five ninety nine or six bucks. I think that that's a fine price. Paying six dollars for a character in a game is awesome. That's fine. That doesn't bother me. It only bothers me if that character is super powerful, and uh, it it becomes necessary to have that character. In order to compete. Now I will say. Knowing very little about Smash 4. I mean I played Smash 4. But I'm a filthy casual. I've always been a filthy casual. I've never I've never been a hardcore. Competitive game player. It's just not in me. I'm, I'm too relaxed about stuff. I'm too laid back. So I'm, I've been a filthy casual forever. And. I know that there are some people who say that Bayonetta, who is a DLC character for Smash for Wii U and 3DS, is overpowered, which I don't like that kind of thing. I haven't experienced it myself because I don't really play at the competitive scene. I play against other scrubs like myself, people who are terrible. In fact, when the game does come out, when Smash Ultimate comes out, 
I'll stream it on Twitch and you can come and punch me in the face and it's going to be really, really easy for you because I'm bad and I'm okay with that. I don't, I don't need to win in order to have fun. All right. As long as I get to play at my best, I'm happy. Uh, so as long as the characters aren't overpowered, the DLC characters to make that $5.99 purchase a necessity in order to compete, then I'm fine with it. I think $6 is a fair price, but you can probably save money uh, because, or you can save money because if you buy five of those, you know, at six bucks a piece, it's, that's 30 bucks, but you can get the fighters pass, which is five fighters, five stages, and all of the music tracks. So basically everything for $25.99. So you'll be saving five bucks in the long run, which is worth it. I'm going to be buying the fighters pack. I don't have any problem with it. Um, and one of the things that you do get um, that is exclusive to the fighters pack, and I know right now there's people who are like, wait a second, I don't want things to be exclusive to the fighters pack. Well, I'm sorry, there is, but it's just a cosmetic thing. And that's, I'm always okay well, I'm almost always okay with cosmetics that are exclusive. Now, when I say that, people are going to go back through the things that I've said in the past and said, well, Bill, you hate exclusives. You're right. I do hate exclusives. I hate brick and mortar exclusives. I don't want to have to go to store X because they made a handshake deal with, with the company that I want to buy a game from. That kind of exclusivity, I hate. I don't like that I can't play... Um, well, I don't have an Xbox, but I'm just going to use this as an example. That I can't play the, the new Spider-Man game on my Xbox. Like, I would prefer to play it on my Xbox, but it's only on PlayStation. Like, I don't like that kind of exclusivity either, because it leaves people out. Uh, this kind of exclusivity, which is just a cosmetic, it doesn't bother me even a little bit. Um, if you get the um, the Fighter's Pass... You unlock a costume for your me, uh, and if you didn't know, in the previous Smash, there were uh, three me fighters that they included. Me, like as in the Wii characters. Uh, there was a gun style one, a sword style one, and then I think like a like a punching kind of one, and uh, the sword fighter me. Uh, all of the Miis can wear costumes, and that's something that they did in the previous uh, Smash Brothers in order to change things up. Like, you could dress up as... I'm, I'm just making this up. You could dress up as, like, Pikachu or something uh, for your Mii Fighter. And that's cool that you could do that. Uh, I think that they even had, like, stuff from Virtua Fighter. Uh, so you could dress up as characters from Virtua Fighter, which were not in the game proper, but you could just dress up as them. Uh, but the the exclusive, I keep dodging the point that I'm trying to make, I keep going around it, uh, is uh, a Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, you can dress up as Rex as your me sword fighter, which is pretty cool. Uh, I, I, I did love, like, when they showed the the me uh, characters dressed up as the other characters, they all just look like derpy versions of the, of the other characters, which really kind of cracks me up. Uh, so... That that costume for your me sword fighter is exclusive to the fighter's pass. Okay, but that's just a costume that like the character doesn't actually play any different. So I think that that's okay. Now, 
Um, I, I wasn't sure if I understood this right. I think that um, I, I kept saying 74 characters, and but there is one more character uh, past that. And that one more character is uh, Piranha Plant from, from Mario. And it's really cool because, you know, he's a potted plant and he hops around the stage, which I really like his design. Uh, he's not done yet. He's not going to ship with the final game. But if you buy the game early, so like if you pre-order the game uh, and then you, when you register, if you buy the physical game, you put it in your Nintendo Switch, I think you hit the plus button and then you can go down to register and you get the, like the gold points or something for, for doing so. I haven't done that in forever because I, I stopped buying physical games basically. Uh, you unlock Piranha Plant. Uh, for free you don't get it get the character right away you have to wait until that dlc comes out but you'll get that one for free um and then if you buy if you pre-purchase the digital version you don't have to do anything you'll just automatically get it when you come out uh and that's uh piranha plant who turns into pd piranha for his ultimate it looks really cool and i like what they're doing there so i guess my question is like we have 74 fighters, 75 if you count Petey Piranha, but when you look at the paid DLC that's coming out, here's the question that you have to ask. Each paid DLC for 6 bucks comes with one fighter, one stage, and music tracks, right? And we know that if you get the fighters pass, that's five fighters, five stages, and all the music tracks. Is Piranha Plant one of those DLC fighters or is he a separate DLC fighter so that there would be six in all if you're following I hope you're following what I'm saying so are there actually going to be 80 characters and that's if you count all of the Pokemon characters uh as one like the uh Charmander um Bulbasaur and uh, Pokemon Pete, whatever his name is, I don't know. Uh, all th those three characters that are that are kind of included in the Pokemon Trainer character, because all three are one character basically. Um, it, if you count that as one, there's 74 characters, 75 if you include Piranha Pete. So does that mean that when you get the five fighters and the five stages with the Fighters Pass, is that going to mean that we're up to 80 characters? Or is, or is it 81 because Piranha Plant is one more? Or is it is it 79 or 80, I mean, is what I meant to say. Uh, I really don't know. I think he's separate. So that means we'll have 80 characters at the end of the DLC. It's a nice round number. It'd be weird to go to 79, not 80. But there's only one way to find out, and we will have to wait and see. I'm sure that somebody will ask somebody at Nintendo, and they will clarify. I don't know why they make us ask them things like this. Like they could have just said, and when we're all done, it will be 80 characters or 79 characters, whatever it happens to be. And my God, we're already at 23 minutes. I really have got to start going. Let's move on. Okay, we've got Amiibo. Uh, we already knew that we were going to be getting Wolf and Squid Kids and uh, or Squid Kid and a Ridley Amiibo. Uh, they announced that stuff forever ago and those are going to come out at launch we already knew that i think um 
we are also they're making um they're making amiibos for all of the new characters. They didn't say if they were making them for uh there was somebody. Oh yeah, they didn't mention uh Incineroar amiibo, but I can't imagine that they would leave them off. Uh but they did give us release dates for well, sort of. Uh they gave us release dates for some of the other characters. So King K Rule Ice Climbers and Piranha Plant, those all of those characters will have their amiibo in stores on February 15th of next year. And then we've got Isabel, Pichu, Ken, Young Link, and Daisy. Uh, those are going to come out sometime in 2019. And I don't know why they didn't mention Incineroar. Perhaps I just missed it. I, I did go back and rewind and watched it twice. Um, so I, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but those are all of the characters in the game, right? Sort of. Because then they talked about spirit mode. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, back when they first announced um, Smash, they kind of like obfuscated what was on the screen and people were able to uncover it through the magic of technology. And uh, they it just said spirits. And people were like, what does that mean? Nobody knows. Is that because Luigi's been killed by death and... You know, Mario was killed by Ridley. And so what's going on there? Well, here's what's going on. This is the adventure mode. Um, I was really nervous when they first started talking about it because they were talking about like currency and, and things like that. And I was like, is this like gotcha mechanics in Smash Brothers? Gosh, I hope not. I really hope that we're not, we're not getting gotcha mechanics uh, in Smash Brothers, and if you're not familiar with the term, think Fire Emblem Heroes. That's a gotcha mechanic. Uh, so they never once mentioned that you would have to pay money for for any of this stuff, like real money, wor real world, like dollars or British pounds or uh, Japanese yen. It just they only talked about gold coins. So even if it is gotcha mechanics, I'm okay with that as long as it doesn't involve real world money. It just kind of felt like gotcha modes. Uh, but let's talk about this adventure mode known as spirits. If you weren't intimidated, intimidated? Let's try that word again. If you weren't intimidated by uh, just looking at Smash and all of the overwhelming amount of stuff that you're going to have to master and the fact that it's a, a competitive online title, if you weren't already um intimidated by that then this is not going to help you because holy cow this looks intimidating confusing and i hope that there's going to be a wiki out there that will tell me what i need to do because man it seems really complicated what is spirit mode well it's a way for you to bring it or for nintendo to bring in characters into the game that are not in the game. So, gosh, I can't even think of an example that they said. Like, off the top of my head, I, I had an, an idea of what I wanted to talk about. I'm just going to make up a character. Let's say that they wanted to bring Doc Lewis in the game. Doc Lewis is uh, Little Mac's trainer from Punch-Out, okay? Let's say that they wanted to bring Doc Lewis into the game, but, you know, they don't want to make another character for him because at 80 characters, or maybe 79, um it's already going to be a nightmare to balance. And of course, you know, I'm sure that they will do their best, but you're never going to truly find a, a well-balanced, a, a perfectly balanced game. 
uh, especially with this many moving parts. Um, basically, what you do is you will get into these PvE fights where you go, they're called spirit battles, and if you win, you get that spirit, and you can apply that spirit to your character. Uh, your Your character gets one spirit slot, and then that spirit slot can also have sub-spirit slots, which are support spirits. Uh, and I want you to think of it kind of like how if you've played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, it, it feels to me like the spirits are the blades and the characters that you're playing are the drivers uh, where they're just kind of channeling their energy into you so that you can perform what it is that you're supposed to do. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, I think that it looks cool. The spirits come in different classes. They have Novus, no, Novus, Novus, Advanced, Ace, and Legends. Uh, those are the different classes. And you assign one spirit at the time, and then your whatever spirit you assign will have slots that you can bring in support spirits. The support spirits will do things kind of like help you avoid environmental damage. So maybe there's poison on the ground, and a support spirit will get rid of the damage from that poison uh, which is cool. It adds one more thing to it. Uh, the spirits have kind of like a weapon triangle. If you're not familiar with weapon triangle, think Fire Emblem. Uh, in Fire Emblem, it's spears are... Or not spears. Is it spears? It's swords are good against axes. Axes are good against spears. And spears are good against... Or, and spears are good against swords. Like, that's the weapon triangle. Kind of like rock, paper, scissors. Um, there's a weapon triangle with these... Uh, spirits and you want to pay attention to oh look at that well my opponent are going they're going to be using um i, I can't think of any uh, you know rock so i want to use paper but maybe we're doing two on two so maybe it's me and i'll, I'll use my son in his example maybe maybe me and my son are on a team and we're fighting against somebody so i want to be rock the enemy is like oh well i'm going to be paper so that means he's going to want to pull, have somebody on scissors uh, for his person. And that means their enemy is going to want to have rock. So that it, it kind of really complicates things. But if you think about it, it's not too hard to understand. Um, my first thought with, the, with this was, is if this game with a roster like this is, is not going to be hard enough to balance already. Now... We have these spirits to contend with, but I think that this might be a way for the developers to allow us to make up for an, uh, a character's weaknesses. Like maybe I know that, um, oh, I, you know, and I'm just making this up. I don't know if it's true. Maybe, maybe Fox sucks against Bayonetta. Maybe Bayonetta is amazing against Fox, and, and I'm fighting against somebody who is playing Bayonetta. Well, guess what? I can use this spirit, and it'll change my abilities a little bit, and it'll make me more effective against Bayonetta. But it would make me less effective against Link. I'm thinking that maybe that's what they're doing. It kind of makes it easier for them to balance. I could be wrong about this. It could be a nightmare, but you never know. We're We're only going to have to wait to find out and it's not that long that we have to wait uh speaking of waiting let's talk about matchmaking okay 
Uh, you can j- jumping into matchmaking, and while you're you can play other stuff while you're waiting, which is cool. I like that. Uh, you won't be able to do certain things while waiting, but that's okay. Uh, so while you're waiting to find a match. Uh, you're doing other things. And they said that they basically changed how matchmaking works. Now, in uh, Smash for Wii U and Smash for 3DS, they had for fun and for glory. And they decided to get rid of those two and just combine them. And what they're doing instead uh, for matchmaking is they're they're going to be doing it first on what rules do you like? So maybe you are the kind of person who says um, Omega levels no items, Fox only. You know, maybe those are the rules that you like. You select the rules that you're a fan of, and they will try and put you with people who like the rules that you like. Now, maybe you're, 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 the rules that you like are very, very similar to the rules that I like. So we queue up, and uh, the, the difference is, you know, I pick, you picked no items, and I picked, like, only Mega Mushrooms or something. The game will then randomly choose which which rule set we're going to get. And I think that that's pretty cool. It's kind of like how we select stages on um, like Mario Kart uh, 8 Deluxe. Everybody selects the stage that they want and it randomly picks the one that we end up racing on. I think it's cool. And if you don't care about what rules you pick, you could just leave them blank and it'll just select. It, it puts, that, That'll make probably make you match make faster. Because it's like, oh, this guy doesn't care. We'll put him in with anybody. Uh, it also will uh, work on your smash power. So basically, uh, if there's, and I'm going to say, I'm just going to use simple numbers to make this easy. If there's 100 people playing the game and you are better than 80 of them, then your smash ranking will be 80. And so they're going to try and match up people who have similar smash power. Basically, just how good you are at the game. It's basically ranking. Uh, the the third thing that they're going to use for matchmaking is proximity. They want people to have the best experience, so they're going to try and make sure that you are linked with people who are nearby you geographically in the real world. I think that's a good idea, although I, I'm sure that they will also let us m- match up with our friends who are all over the globe. I'm sure that that's uh, going to be something that we can do. Um, when you beat somebody, uh, online, you like, they have this smash tag that they filled out, like their character and their name. And I think like there's a saying or something and you can collect that tag. You don't lose your tag, but it's, it's like, um, they look like dog tags. If I had my dog tags here from when I was in the army, they're like down in my wife's office. I think, um, they're, they're just like, like these middle little round, uh, rounded rectangles, um, and they have information about the character that you defeated or the person you defeated on them. And you can collect them for winning, uh, which is very cool. But then you can use those and turn them in to gold and then use that gold to buy things like songs or whatever. Uh, I think that's really cool. They also have spectator mode, which I'm very, very excited about because nobody wants to watch me play Smash. I suck. What will be cool is I can organize, I can be the streamer since I've got decent internet, okay? And I can organize like a tournament of the nerd nest, 
Okay. And uh, we can have a tournament on a certain day and people can come in and fight each other and the winner gets a prize of some sort. We'll work all that stuff out down the road, but I can just be in spectator mode and just show everybody who's everybody in the audience can watch the fight, uh, which is, is very, very cool. Um, they have this really weird thing where you can, you can record your, or not record, um, it, it basically, you can have your replays saved to the game, which is cool. But then you can take those replays and edit them and then post them to this thing called Smash World, which I think will be part of the, um, oh, what's the word that I'm thinking of? I, I'm going to bring it up so I can see it. The Nintendo Switch Online app. Okay, I think it'll be part of this app. So you'll go in here and next to Splatoon 2, it'll have a button for Smash World. You'll click on Smash World, and people can post gameplay videos almost like social media for Smash, almost kind of like when Mario Kart 8 came out for the Wii U, people were able to make little clips of their wins, and that's where that awesome meme came from of Luigi driving by in his car and giving this this the 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 stinky hairy eyeball to whoever he was passing like that's where Luigi's death stare came from uh it was just a meme uh so i expect a lot of memes to come out of this um uh, but for the most part i think look at that it took me almost 40 minutes to summarize a 40 minute thing and i probably didn't even tell you um all of the information that was in it so thank you for listening <laughs> um but I recommend you go through and watch the video. There was a lot of cool stuff in it. Um, Joel Mead says that was the day that Luigi became his own. That's right. That's the day when Luigi stopped being simply an Echo character and he became more than Green Mario. Uh, but, oh man, you can turn off the music in the game if you want, which is a, a thing that I've always complained about in Nintendo games. I've constantly complained about this. I want to be able to shut off the music so I can listen to my own. Now, I know that Smash comes with like a thousand music, music tracks. So hearing the same songs over and over, probably not going to be an issue. That being said, I still want to be able to shut off the music and listen to my own if I feel like it. And they're going to let us do that. That was something that I, they didn't say it, but I saw it in the options when they were going through all of the settings and stuff. So my question to you is now that I'm wrapping up and we're I, I've pretty much hit all of the highlights that I thought were the most important. I still think you should go back and watch it, though. I want to know what are your favorite moments? What are the things that you're most excited about for Smash? OK, that's my question to you. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know down below. If you are watching this on um, or if, I'm sorry, if you're listening to this on the podcast, there's lots of ways to let me know. You can do so by sending me an email, bill at, um, no, uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. Uh, you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Um, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. You can join our Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. All of those ways are ways that you can get a hold of me, and I want to know what you thought about the Nintendo Direct. I know that there were some people who were hoping it was going to have information for other games, but I wasn't expecting that because they specifically said, this is a Smash Direct. 
Uh, they didn't say it was Smash and then some other stuff. They said it was a Smash Direct. Uh, so for the most part, I don't feel like I'm disappointed at all in the final Smash Direct. I'm really excited to play the game. I'm looking forward to it a lot, and I can't wait to hear what you guys all think of it. Okay, before I get out of here, music for today's episode is by Zircon. It is the Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo Flying Heaven Remix. Make sure you check out their stuff. You can find it over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. Uh, don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, you can check it out over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, we do it live three days a week. Make sure that you go over there, hit that follow button. If you're a Twitch Prime subscriber, hit that subscribe button too if you don't already use it someplace else because that directly supports the show. If you are looking to support my content, uh, you can do so a lot of different ways. The way that I would recommend it costs you absolutely nothing is just to head on over to Apple Podcasts and review the show. Um, Five-star reviews definitely help the show. Uh, let me know what you think. I appreciate it. If you uh, want to watch the videos that I post, make sure you check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. Uh, you can also just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. There's a bunch of links there that you can check out. All of that stuff helps me create more content. Big thank you to everybody who's ever helped support the show. Just like today, I had Abe Martinez, Hyrulean Julian, and Kimbalina66. They all subscribed over at Twitch. Uh, Kimbalina for 17 months in a row for crying out loud. Holy cannoli. Um, we also had new follows of Boba Fett ish and Lewd Prim. Uh, thank you guys for the support. You're awesome. I will see you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>